Laudator Jesus Christus, Vatican and World News. In the headlines this Sunday, February the 4th, Pope Francis asks for prayers for those suffering from war in across the world and says peace is the responsibility of the entire human family. U.S. and U.K. strikes against Yemen's Houthis in the Red Sea heighten tensions in an explosive Middle East situation. And in a message to participants in uh, events in the United Arab Emirates marking the fifth anniversary of the document on human fraternity, the Pope points to education, dialogue and flexibility to achieve peace. In the Vatican, I'm Linda Bordoni. Pope Francis on Sunday sent greetings to millions of people who are preparing to celebrate the Lunar New Year. He upheld the sacredness of life. He appealed for prayers for victims of forest fires in Chile and looked ahead to the World Day of Prayer and Awareness Against Human Trafficking. And as always, he did not neglect to appeal for prayers for those who are suffering from war in many places across the planet, remarking on how it is the responsibility of all to work for peace. Mentre invoco su tutti la benedizione del Signore, invito a pregare per la pace. Speaking after the recitation of the Angelus Prayer, the Pope invoked the Lord's blessing upon all, and he invited believers to pray for peace, for which he said the world yearns so much, and which today, more than ever, is endangered in many places. It is not the responsibility of a few, but of the entire human family. Let us all cooperate to build it with gestures of compassion and courage, he said. And in particular, he pleaded, let us continue to pray for the people suffering, especially in Ukraine, Palestine and Israel. Meanwhile, Yemen's Houthi rebels have promised to retaliate after British and American airstrikes overnight. The strikes are the latest manifestations of a conflict that has spread into the Middle East since October the 7th, when the Palestinian militant group Hamas stormed Israel from the Gaza Strip, igniting a war that has drawn in Tehran-backed groups in attacks on U.S. and Israeli targets on several fronts. Nathan Morley tells us more. The Houthis in Yemen say the latest airstrikes will not go unpunished. Their spokesman said they would not be deterred from what he described as their humanitarian stance in support of Palestinians in Gaza. However, the United States and its allies say the strikes aim to reduce the ability of the Houthis to attack commercial shipping in the Red Sea. It comes after a series of dangerous and destabilizing attacks against shipping, which poses a threat to both British and international vessels. Local media reports that the British RAF used jets from Akrotiri in the west of Cyprus. The UK Defence Secretary, Grant Shapps, said the latest strikes were not an escalation and the Houthis' attacks on vessels in the Red Sea were illegal and unacceptable. 
Meanwhile, the Hamas-run health ministry in Gaza says more than 90 people were killed by Israeli airstrikes overnight as the U.S. Secretary of State prepares to embark on his latest visit to this region. Anthony Blinken is on his way to Saudi Arabia. He will then travel to Egypt, Qatar, Israel and the occupied West Bank. There have been more protests in Israel as the war in Gaza now approaches its fifth month and more than 100 hostages remain in Hamas captivity. Thousands of citizens took to the streets with loud hailers and flags. In Tel Aviv, demonstrators accused the Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, of stalling on the issue. Elsewhere, the U.S. President Joe Biden has approved sanctions on four Israeli settlers accused of attacking Palestinians in the occupied West Bank. Mr. Biden signed a broad executive order saying violence in the West Bank had reached an intolerable level. The sanctions block the individuals from accessing all U.S. property, assets and the American financial system. Violence in the West Bank has spiked since Hamas launched an unprecedented attack on Israel on the 7th of October. For Vatican Radio, this is Nathan Morley reporting. And the Pope on Sunday also turned his attention to the millions of families in East Asia and in different parts of the world who will be celebrating the Lunar New Year on the 10th of February. I send them my cordial greetings, he said, with the hope that this feast may be an occasion to experience relationships of affection and gestures of care, which, he continued, contribute to creating a society of solidarity and fraternity where each person is recognized and welcomed in his or her inalienable dignity. Then, recalling the fact that in Italy on Sunday, the 4th of February, the day for life is observed and that the theme chosen for 2024 is the power of life surprises us, The Pope said he joins the Italian bishops in wishing to overcome ideological visions in order to rediscover that every human life, even those most marked by limitations, has immense value and is capable of giving something to others. The Pope continued with special greetings to the young people from many countries who have gathered in Rome for the upcoming World Day of Prayer and Awareness Against Human Trafficking. He explained that it will be celebrated on the 8th of February, the feast of St. Josephine Bakita, Sudanese nun who was enslaved as a girl. Even today, the Pope said, many brothers and sisters are deceived with false promises and then subjected to exploitation and abuse. Let us all join together to fight the dramatic global phenomenon of human trafficking. Finally, speaking from his balcony overlooking St. Peter's Square, Pope Francis turned his thoughts and prayers to the victims and to those affected by deadly wildfires in Chile. Let us also pray for the dead and injured in the devastating fires in central Chile, he said. At least 51 people have died in raging forest fires in Chile that has declared a state of emergency. Authorities said that given the conditions of the tragedy, the number of victims will surely increase in the coming hours. 
And Pope Francis has reaffirmed that education to dialogue, listening and intellectual flexibility are the keys to peace in the world. His remarks came in a message he addressed to participants in the Fourth International Congress of the University Research Platform on Islam, which kicked off in Abu Dhabi, United Arab Emirates, on Sunday. The conference takes place on the occasion of the fifth anniversary of the Declaration on Human Fraternity, which the Pope co-signed in Abu Dhabi in February 2019 with the Grand Imam of Al-Azhar, Ahmed Al-Tayeb. Lisa Zengarini reports. In his message, Pope Francis warmly congratulated the organisers for the place and the theme chosen at a time when global fraternity and coexistence face challenges from injustices and wars, which he reiterated are always a defeat for humanity. He emphasised the importance of the Abu Dhabi document becoming a subject of research and reflection in educational institutions to foster new generations committed to peace-building and social justice. The message remarked that the first cause of the evil of war is the lack of knowing and understanding others and underscored the importance of building mutual trust and changing negative perceptions of the other who is our brother in humanity to initiate peace programs is acceptable for all, hence the crucial importance of education. Peace without an education based on respect and understanding of others holds no value, the Pope stressed. Pope Francis went on to highlight the importance of taking time to listening to the other and the role of genuine dialogue in understanding different perspectives. Indeed, the lack of listening is the second trap that hinders fraternity, he said. Creating spaces to welcome different opinions is not a waste of time, but a gain in humanity, the Pope insisted. Finally, Pope Francis advocated for an education in intellectual flexibility, aiming to make individuals more flexible, open and fraternal. Bringing his message to a close, the Pope urged participants not to let the dream of fraternity in peace remain confined fine to words and encourage them to embrace dialogue in all its richness, cultivating flexibility and listening to the world. I am Lisa Zingarini. Also taking place in Abu Dhabi and marking the fifth anniversary of that landmark document on human fraternity, a prize-giving ceremony takes place on Monday for the winners of the fifth edition of the Ziyad Award for Human Fraternity. The award recognises contributions of individuals and organisations to humanity's progress and peaceful coexistence. Winners this year are Sister Nelly Loen Leon Correra, Sir Magdi Yakub and two leading Indonesian Islamic organizations, Nadal Tui Ulama and Muhammadiyah. And Muhammadiyah. And finally, during the weekly Sunday Angelus, Pope Francis drew inspiration from the gospel reading of the day, according to St. Mark. It tells of how Jesus never tired of going forth. As Deborah Castellano-Lubov reports, he said, we too should learn from Jesus. Follow the Lord's example and set forth, transmitting faith and hope in our loving God. Pope Francis gave this encouragement during his Sunday Angelus Address in the Vatican as he drew inspiration from today's gospel passage according to St. Mark, which shows Jesus continually in motion, doing good and proclaiming God. The Holy Father urged the faithful to look at Jesus' ongoing movement, observing it tells us something important about God. 
and at the same time challenges us with some questions on our faith. Jesus, the Pope went on to say, goes toward wounded humanity and shows us the face of the Father. While some, the Pope observed, still may perceive somewhat of a distant God, on the contrary, he says, the Gospel lets us see that Jesus, after teaching in the synagogue, goes out so that the word he has preached may reach, touch, and heal people. By doing this, the Pope said Jesus reveals to us that God is not a detached master who speaks to us from on high. On the contrary, he is a father filled with love who makes himself close to us who visits our homes. We might ask ourselves, Pope Francis suggested, have we discovered the face of God as the Father of mercy? Or do we believe and proclaim a cold and distant God? Do we pray just to feel at peace? Or does the word we listen to and preach make us go out like Jesus toward others to spread God's consolation? Let us look, Pope Francis urged, at Jesus' journeying and remind ourselves that our first spiritual task is this, to abandon the God we think we know and to convert every day to the God Jesus presents to us in the Gospel, the Father of love and compassion. I'm Deborah Castellano-Lubov. And that brings us to the end of this edition of Vatican and World News. Join us again tomorrow at this same time for more. Meanwhile, for these and other stories, you can visit our website at vaticannews.va and you can catch our latest updates on Facebook, X and Instagram. My thanks go to Gustavo Messina in studio in the Vatican. I'm Linda Bordoni. Bye-bye.